continue the series on life after death and in today's teaching we're going to open up um, looking at the knowledge of the saints in heaven what their knowledge is like compared to the knowledge that the saints have here on the earth but before we get into that I just want to touch on a, a point that I didn't really raise in the previous teaching with regards to the relationships that the saints have in heaven um, you recall one passage of scripture we had a look at was when our Lord compared the saints to the angels. He said they would be like the angels in heaven. And uh, very clearly the angels in heaven do not have parents or spouses or siblings or children. And so as angels in heaven do not ha have those types of relationships, so it is that the saints in heaven also do not have those types of relationships. Just a point that I wanted to bring up, which I forgot to put across in the previous teaching. And so in today's teaching, as I say, we want to have a look at what the knowledge is that the saints do have in heaven. And we'll see from scripture that their knowledge is completely different to ours. The passage of scripture that we'll open up with for today's discussion is in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 8 through to 12. This is the Apostle Paul writing, and he says, Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And so uh, a truth that is not very clearly understood in the church um, is that the saints in heaven actually have perfect knowledge. The perfect for them has come with regards to knowledge. And so you actually even get some ministers erroneously teaching the church today that when the saints get to heaven, that they will continue to um, go to Bible studies and learn the Word of God because they still have to learn and uh, get to know things. Well, that's not true at all. Uh, the scripture talks about the fact that they have perfect knowledge up there. And the the perfect knowledge that Paul talks about, he he contrasts even his own knowledge because he puts himself in the same category he says for now i know in part but then i shall know just as i also am known and so the apostle paul had most probably the most revelation given to any saint on the earth um, back then even up until today he had more revelation knowledge than most if not all of the lord's saints but paul uh, classifies his knowledge as being only in part and so he recognized that once he got to be with the Lord Jesus in heaven and saw him face to face, that his knowledge would be completely transformed and he would have perfect knowledge. And so the saints in heaven um, know more about the word of God than all of the Lord's apostles combined. I'm talking about their, their knowledge that they had here on the earth and the knowledge of any of the Lord's apostles today. Um, the saints in, in heaven have perfect knowledge of the Word of God. And so they have no, there's no necessity for anybody to be teaching them the Word of God in heaven because they really do know it all. And they really do know it all. 
Um, it's as simple as that. Um, their knowledge of the Word of God is far more than we can even begin to understand. Um, Paul said, I, I shall know fully just as I am known. In other words, the way that the Lord knows us intimately, because he says, as I am fully known, so he will know fully. So it is that God will open up the understanding and the knowledge of the saints when they go to heaven to be with him. Now, don't forget, Paul had already seen our Lord on many occasions in visions. He'd been taken up into heaven on two separate occasions. Now, it wasn't in that instance at that time that God gave him perfect knowledge because that particular truth is only pertaining to saints who depart permanently from this life to be with the Lord Jesus. When those saints, all saints that have gone to heaven, Paul now has perfect knowledge, um, when all saints go to be with the Lord Jesus and they see him face to face, it is at that point that the Lord opens their understanding and gives them perfect knowledge. They now no longer know in part, as we do in this life, they have full and perfect knowledge of all things. Uh, one of the reasons that that happens is because in this life, even Christians, spiritual Christians, Paul himself, we have carnal thinking. There is a, an element of our thinking that is still carnal in nature. We're not fully yet uh, spiritual in our thinking because of the fact that we use a brain that um, is contaminated with the sin virus. I'm talking about the physical organ now. And also the fact that we have been exposed to this world's way of thinking throughout our lives. And so our minds are being renewed in this life. However, when the saints get to heaven, all carnal thinking is completely done away with. Why do we say that? Because the scripture teaches us very plainly, Romans 8, 7, that the carnal mind is enmity against God and is not subject to the laws of God, neither indeed can it be. And so God doesn't allow any carnal reasoning in heaven. Why? Because that is against God. And so all carnal reasoning is done away with when the saints get to heaven. They become completely spiritually minded. And that is what we're encouraged to do in this life as saints. We're encouraged to be no longer conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Um, Romans 12, 2 talks about that concept. And so we are encouraged by the Lord in this life to be um, transformed from being carnally minded to becoming spiritually minded. Now, when the saints depart from this life to be with the Lord Jesus, they become completely spiritually minded. There is no more carnal thinking or carnal reasoning in their thought processes whatsoever. And so they have perfect knowledge up there. Um, and so that's something to look forward to when we get to be with the Lord, is that we too will then have perfect knowledge. We will know fully, even as we are fully known. Our Lord, in this particular passage of Scripture, um, Luke chapter 16, we'll look at it now, uh, gives us some insight. And we see a discourse taking place between Abraham and the rich man in Hades. Abraham being in uh, paradise at the time, and the rich man in Hades being in torment at the time. Let's read the passage, Luke 16, verse 22 to 31. Uh, scripture says, So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. 
and being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, This is the rich man, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. And so in this passage of scripture, we see the relatively limited knowledge that the unbelievers have in Hades. They have more knowledge than the unbelievers on the earth today, but they have still a relatively limited amount of knowledge down there. And then we see the fullness of the knowledge that the saints have in heaven. Abraham representing the knowledge that the saints have and the rich man representing the knowledge that the unbelievers have in Hades. Um, and so we see that the saints in heaven know exactly why it is that the um, unbelievers are being tormented in Hades. You recall Abraham said to this man, Son, remember that in your lifetime you had your good things and now you're being tormented. So Abraham knew exactly what had transpired in the rich man's lifetime. And so he knew why he was down there and why he was suffering down there. The unbeliever, on the other hand, he knew in part as to why he was down there. He recognized that he was down there because he refused to repent in this life. Um, however, he, he mistakenly believed that if somebody were to be um, raised from the dead and go back to his brothers and spoke to them about um, the kingdom of God, they would then repent. That was his understanding. He figured, okay, well, if somebody from, you know, goes back from the dead, then that is a, uh, uh, an incident that would really persuade them to repent and turn to God. Abraham, on the other hand, knew differently. He knew that no matter if somebody was to be raised from the dead and go speak to people, they still wouldn't repent because Abraham knew that it was only those who would believe in the word of God who would indeed repent. And so we see that the, the saints had that understanding. They don't petition the Lord like this rich man did. Lord, let me go back from the dead and let me go speak to my family members so that they can repent and they can then join me in heaven and not go to hell. They don't do that. Why? Because they understand that it is only believing in the word of God that causes individuals to repent not seeing people being raised from the dead. That does not cause people to repent. And so the saints in heaven recognize that. And so they do not petition God like this rich man in Hades did. Can somebody please you know, go back from the dead and just go speak to uh, family members? The saints don't do that. The other um, 
point we pick up with regards to the limited knowledge that the unbelievers have in Hades is that they do not know who is destined for Hades and who is not, which is why the, this rich man was concerned about his five brothers, whether they would uh, be, uh, end up in the same place that he was at that time. Um, the saints are not in that position at all. The saints know exactly who will go to heaven and who won't. Why do we say that? Because they have now perfect knowledge that God has given them complete understanding of all things. And 2 Timothy 2.19, the Bible tells us very plainly that the Lord knows those who are His. And so He has imparted that information, that knowledge, to the saints who are in heaven. And so the saints who are in heaven are not concerned about their relatives on the earth as to who's going to be saved and who's not going to be saved. And thus they're trying to petition the Lord for some kind of an intervention in their, the lives of the unsaved relatives so that they can be saved. Once they get into heaven, they have complete knowledge. They know who belongs to the Lord Jesus and who doesn't of their earthly families that are still on the earth. And so they, they don't get concerned about them. They know which one will accept the, the kingdom of God, which one won't. And so they don't try and petition the Lord on the ones who won't because they know that one doesn't belong to the Lord. And it's a, it's a concept that is hard for the carnal thinking, the natural thinking in this life to get to understand because, you know, it seems almost like a, a harsh way of thinking. Nevertheless, that is the spiritually minded person. They have complete knowledge given to them by the Lord Jesus Christ. And so even as the Lord knows those who are His, Jesus does not fret about the unbelievers who are not His. He doesn't even pray for them. We saw that in the Gospel of John. When our Lord was speaking to the Father, he said, Father, I do not pray for those in the world. And so Jesus doesn't pray for those who are not his. He recognizes those that are not his, they're of the wicked one, and so he just leaves them alone. The saints in heaven have exactly the same attitude. They don't concern themselves with those who are not the Lord. And those who are the Lord's, they know fully well that the Lord has it in hand, that they will come into the kingdom of God. And so we see a difference uh, in knowledge of who's, who belongs to God, who doesn't belong to God. The saints have that perfect knowledge. The unbelievers in Hades, they don't know that. They are you know, still concerned about their earthly family members because they don't know who's going to accept the Lord and who's not. Whereas the saints in heaven do know that and thus they do not petition the Lord on behalf of their unsaved uh, relatives. And we're going to end the teaching on that particular point.